Hi there, welcome to the pastor's table. In the next couple of episodes, we're going to be sharing and you'll hear some phenomenal testimonies. The one today, uh, Miss Bethany McKeever will be sharing how she received the miracle of a ballet studio. I know it'll be a great blessing to you and you'll be so happy and filled with joy at the goodness of our God. Amen. Oh, I so look forward to it. You will too. You should get excited. Amen. Welcome to the pastor's table. Praise the Lord. I'm so excited about these next couple of episodes that we're doing. We are talking about testimonies. What has God done? And today I have with me Bethany. I'm so delighted to have her in our midst. She does so many things. I couldn't even begin to count them. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Before I let her talk, I get to talk a little bit first just because but it, it uh, testimonies are so vital and so important and they help us, mm. you know, they are part of the strengthening part. They're yeah. not um, how faith comes because if it was just about testimonies, the world be saved, <laughs> right? Yeah. Everybody would want Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, but we know that, that when Jesus went to the cross, there were a lot of people there who had miracles. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had to be. Yeah. Or they had to see them. Mm -hmm but some people didn't ask for them. So obviously miracles don't change everything. Testimonies don't change everything, but they can help you. If you have started using your faith, believing God and beginning to trust him, it can anchor it. Look what happens in Mark chapter one, and then we're going to talk about them. I'll let Bethany talk and I'll <laughs> ask her some questions about hers. Here comes a leper. Now it says in these days, we're supposed to be able to do this and, and mm -hmm. heal the lepers, right? Amen. Mark chapter one, verse 40 says, there came a leper to him, beseeching him. He needed help. He came to Jesus because he needed help. That's why a lot of people come for their yeah. miracle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Kneeling down. What a position. Mm -hmm. Saying to him, if you will, you can make me clean. He already had a plan. And I know because I know her testimony, this is like, it fits so well, but yeah. it's leper, but that's not what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, touched him. And he says, I will be clean. I mean, Amen. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was clean straightway. Now he gives him this instruction. We have a hard time with this. Partly because when we, I get excited and then I forget what the person's saying after. <laughs> but you've probably never done that. Right? <laughs> Straight away you charge him. Forthwith he sent him away and he says, Say nothing to anybody, but go first and show yourself to the priest. Offer for thy cleansing the things that Moses said. You know, do the thing, you know. And commanded for a testimony unto them. And the testimony is something evidential. That's what it means. Testimony was something, evidence. Mm -hmm. You're living evidence of the, of the hand of God. Yeah, amen. And that's what miracles really are. They're mm -hmm. living evidence of who God is and what he does for people. Mm -hmm. So you've had, I mean, more than one miracle in your life. <laughs> many, many. <laughs> many, many. But specifically, when people think about miracles, they usually think about, somebody who's sick, mm -hmm. but that's, I mean, I know God's healed you mm -hmm. time and time again, right? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. But this is different. Mm -hmm. God gave you a word. He gave you some instructions. What happened? Tell us. <laughs> yeah. So um, when I was, I'd say 
probably in grade eight or so. It was definitely before grade 10. Um, oh, Jimmy got taught to you when you weren't an adult. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> when I was little, my most exciting moment was when I got to um, pray in tongues with, for the first time because wow. my, um, my mom described it as my own personal language that only God understood. I was like, cool, I have my own secret language with God. This is awesome. Hey, man, that's so good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, <laughs> that's been the best thing ever in my life. But, um when, yeah, probably around grade eight or so, definitely before grade 10, um, one day I asked my mom, like, what am I going to do for a job one day? Like, what, what should I, what should I do? And she said, well, go, go pray about it and see what God says. Like, Amen. He's, he's got a plan for you. So go ask him what it is. And How many of other people in their high school, like, what are you going to do with your life? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I like to have a plan. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, yeah, so I prayed about it, and um, at that time, I'd been dancing since I was three, so I've been dancing for a while. What kind of dance? I'd done all sorts, but my favorite was ballet, so. I've seen it. She's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, ballet was my favorite, and um, so I really thought, well, when I'd been praying about it, God had just put on my heart to become a ballet teacher and to have my own studio one day, and not just to get that teacher certificate to be able to teach ballet, but also be able to properly run it from the business side, so to get a business degree as well. And so, um, yeah, so I came and told my mom, this is what I think God said. And she's like, okay, well, we can look up about it. And, <laughs> and so, wow. yeah. So kind of from there, I just had that plan. <laughs> Amen. So then what happened? So, so you, I know you went to college. Yes. Four yeah. years, right? Ah. Uh, Is it four years? I think so. Four, five four, years. Five years. Five years. Five yes. years. But you got your degree. I did. I got in... my business degree. Um, and I majored in accounting. Um, that was what I specialized Praise in. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Both my parents are accountants, so <laughs> I don't know. You it just fell made into sense. It. <laughs> but... it made sense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know you didn't intend that, but it was funny. <laughs> um, and it took me five years because I did um, a few less courses at a time because I was also doing um, the teaching certificate at the same time. So a teaching certificate in. in ballet teaching studies. Yeah, so it's called it's with the Royal Academy of Dance and it's called a certificate in ballet teaching studies. So that was part time long distance and so I did it along with my school semesters at Trinity. Um, wow. Yeah. I was busy, but <laughs> you it were was busy. Good. <laughs> and what were you doing when you weren't studying? Uh when I wasn't studying, I was at church. Mm -hmm. Um and then I was also teaching ballet. So you were leading a very full life. Yes, <laughs> I, I was leading. She very also full builds life. our website. So. <laughs> Might as well be busy, right? May, may as <laughs> full well. Full abundant life. <laughs> um, Exceedingly abundantly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. So during that time, um, I, I was also dancing myself too, because I could just never picture myself not dancing so even after I technically had graduated I kept I kept dancing and doing ballet and um, in 2016 uh, was my last year at the studio that I danced at for 12 years and um, it was kind of you know when God gives you a vision of the future uh, you kind of 
process it through your mind and come up, well, this is what this must look like. And so the studio that I'd been at for 12 years since we'd moved over um, from Victoria, uh, that was kind of like, well, one day this will be my studio. That was my logical thought pattern. <laughs> and then in 2016, um, the lady that owned that studio told us that she decided to close it down. She'd sold the building and, and it was, it was done. And at that time I was, I was quite upset cause I'd be like, well, this was like, this was my future. This is gone. Why, why is it gone? This is what God told me. I know it's what he told me. And, um, I went out to lunch with a friend one day and she said to me, why are you so upset? I'm like, why am I so upset? <laughs> this, this is, this dream has come to an end. She's like, but if God told you this was your future, why would it not work? I'm like, hmm. <laughs> well, that's a good question. <laughs> You've got a good friend. I do have a good friend. Um, and so then, then I prayed about it, which I probably should have done in the first place. <laughs> we learn yes. sometimes the hard way. <laughs> sometimes probably be a lot less upset through life if we prayed first. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, so at that point I prayed about it and God said, I, I knew this was going to happen. It's not a problem. This is still the plan. It's like, okay. And for me, I like to know all the steps of the plan. So that was a, a moment to learn to trust him even when I didn't know what it looked like, mm -hmm. which was very good. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, so I, I prayed about it. He said, yeah, it's fine. And it ended up working out that the lady that was selling the studio connected me with a friend of hers um, at, at another studio, which is only 10 minutes from my house instead of half an hour from my house. <laughs> even better. <laughs> which is even better. <laughs> and, um, and in a nice area. And um, it turned out at that time, that was when I was starting the practical part of my ballet teaching certificate. So you have to have somebody that you're partnered with that's going to let you start to teach some of their classes. And um, often somebody that doesn't know you isn't really going to want you to teach their students. Um, but because these two teachers were friends, um, she welcomed me into the studio and I took classes there for a little bit and then I started to assist her. And then she ended up having a teacher leave um, right as I was needing to start teaching. And so, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so just all the steps just completely fell fell into place. Without you planning it. Yes, without me Amazing. planning it. <laughs> Amazing how good God's plans are. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, often um, he showed me one time, you know, that game you can get on your phone where it shows you a really close-up picture um, of something and you have to figure out what that thing is. Say it's like a close-up picture of a strawberry and you just see like the little dimples, of oh, the yeah. little seeds and you're like, okay, this must be a strawberry and then it zooms out and shows you the picture. And often I think that's what it's like when we're looking at our lives. We see this like little piece really zoomed in and but he sees that whole thing and knows all the pieces. Amen. And that's such a great, a great way of looking at it, you know. It, it definitely helped me. <laughs> when we first got married, I ended up, we had to move to Houston. And I know that it's good to have a hobby. I had always worked just like you. I was always going, going, going. I've been on the mission field. I've been here. I've been there. My life was crazy. And I'd always wanted to learn about photography. Now, I never developed it very well. <laughs> but my husband, Barry, had a great camera. 
And so I got like some different lenses to go with it. Mm -hmm. And I started doing that. Only mm -hmm. I was the one taking the pictures oh, yeah? and doing close-ups. And so I'd get him, you know, what do you think this is? And, mm -hmm. and you know what the hardest one was to determine was the peanut. Oh. I had it so zoomed in <laughs> and the little freckles of the salt that was on the oh, peanut, yeah. you know, it was, just, and it was funny. But, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I just never had quite, some people have an eye for things. Mm -hmm. You've got a really great eye. I think that's so important, you know, mm. when you think about God giving you a gift or giving you a, a purpose like mm -hmm. like he has, you uh, have the gifting, he put it in you. Mm -hmm. to, I wouldn't know how to set up like a dance or, you know, it's mm -hmm. not just about dancing, it's about choreography. How does this look when they're all together and then you handle children? <laughs> yes, <laughs> some days it's more of an adventure than others. <laughs> <laughs> you sure have to know authority <laughs> and know who you are, I think. Too. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yes. You. So there you are. And now you have this opportunity. You're mm -hmm. 10 minutes from home. Better plan. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and two, two verses God really gave me to stand on um, wow. during, during this time. And um, was, one was in 2 Timothy 1.12. says, I know whom I've believed. And he's faithful to keep what I've committed to him. Mm -hmm. So every time I would catch myself holding on and <laughs> trying to make something happen, it's like, no, I commit this to God. I know whom I believed. I know he's good. Mm -hmm. I know him. I know him. And and then in Isaiah 26, um, 3, he keeps me in perfect peace. Amen. When my mind is stayed on him and I trust in him. Mm -hmm. And those those two verses got me through university. Those two <laughs> verses got me, um, got me through the whole process of of the studio. And um, I'd started teaching there, and I finished off my teaching certificate. And um, then I started teaching there more days a week. And um, then the lady that I was teaching for started talking about, well, I'm kind of, I'm thinking about retiring. And it started off kind of joking. It was like, oh, well, if you want to retire, like, I, I'd be happy to keep it going. And then it started getting more like, no, maybe I actually do want to retire. And um, so then we started it, started kind of talking back and forth about what that would look like. And then one day um, uh, she came to me and, and said, like, I'm ready. I'm ready to retire now. Like, let's look at this, this process and all the contracts and um, all the terms of those contracts and um, and in the the back and forth process anytime something looked like it wasn't going how it needed to go I know whom I've believed I commit this to him I'm not the one completing this process God set it up and and I know he he set this in place and um, even with once all the contracts were done um, with paying the the amount that we'd set up for the business and everything, a couple years before I'd ever thought about purchasing um, the studio, Pastor Anne had prayed for me one Sunday, and she said, "This is kind of funny. Like I don't think this is this is um, happening right now, but God just said your your studio is paid for. It's completely paid for." And um, when I when I signed the contracts and everything, I didn't have all the cash that I'd um, set up, but I knew um, I knew God had it for me to do um, 
myself, like not with um, borrowing or any debt or anything. Amen. And um, it turned out that there was money that was in my name that had been saving up since I was little that I didn't know about. And it, it actually was already paid for Amen. years before. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Parents, <laughs> listen. <laughs> and grandparents. It talks about that in Proverbs of putting aside for the generations to come. Mm -hmm. Be wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when I got that, I cried. I was like, God, I know you're good. But, <laughs> you know, you have those moments where you're like, God's like, uh, I need this right now. <laughs> He's like, it's fine. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> He's like, yes, he it is. Sure. <laughs> and then you see it come to pass. It's like, oh, <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, he loves you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were able to buy it. I was, yes. And I've been running it. This is my second full year, um, fully running it and teaching and costumes. and <laughs> Debt free. Debt free, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you think about the leper story, he came to Jesus with a need. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I believe he had a vision of what he would look like clean mm. because that's what he said. If you will, you can make me clean. Yeah. So I don't think he would arrive at that conclusion without a picture in himself mm -hmm. of what he would look like clean. You came with a picture to God. Mm -hmm. And and it's hard to say whether, you know, it was totally your idea or if, like it says in uh, uh, Psalm 34, that he grant you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. Did he put that in there or not? <laughs> if he put all the gifts in there, mm -hmm. and he did, mm -hmm. and he, he put all the things in there before you were formed in the womb, he knew you. Yeah. And so you think about that. Mm -hmm. And so was it your desire or was it like a combination? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a deep hole? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you begin to think if you're surrendered, mm -hmm. That's what happens. His desires become yours. And when mm -hmm. you get in line with that, it's like it, it's easy. Mm -hmm. It's easy to be in sync with it. You kept, yeah. this is your word, God. This is what you promise. Mm -hmm. And you're, and, and you get, and you know, it's not like we ever have ideas that are like, you know. <laughs> I was sharing with something, uh, some folks yesterday about um, something Mark Barclay, Mark Barclay, the wonderful minister of God. He said, they said, no one, you know, has the goal of becoming a, really good at being a carnal Christian. <laughs> I don't think that was your goal. <laughs> and when you talk about, at least to me, when you talk about your goals, you you never uh, pose it from the position, I want to be a great Christian. Mm. That's not what you said. What'd you say? I want to love God, want to know him more. Yeah. You wanted a relationship that deepens. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about pursuing him for what you could get. No. Even the miracle in many ways. Mm -hmm. Just wanted his plan, his purpose to be worked out. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the truth? I think so. Yeah. What do you think? Def <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, just that. I think when you just have that closer relationship with God, everything automatically just falls back into the place it needs to be in. You know, what's really, what's such a blessing to me is, is that I believe in your generation. I believe that it's, it wasn't really that hard for you. I mean, I'm not saying you didn't have the days. We all have the day. We all have the day, you know. Um, but it certainly, you, you made it look easy. Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> she also leads worship and uh, alternative Sundays. 
And I think that was a miracle for you as well. Mm -hmm. It was. Um, you know, actually, when I was looking back last night, I came across um, a little vision board thing that I'd done um, in 2019 and looking what I'd written on there. Um, almost I, uh, four out of the seven things that on, on that board have, have come to pass, and one of them was leading worship. And, Amen. Uh, yeah, that was a miracle in itself. <laughs> so if you had anything to say, like one thing that you had to say to any generation, mm -hmm. what would you say? Get to know God more. Truly, truly know Him as that person you can talk to and get wisdom from and just know Him and truly love Him. And yeah. Amen. Good word. Do that and be blessed. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, Bethany. That was awesome. God bless you all.